Davis Alexander. Shabbat for three. Bingo! Butter will get it for the win. Got it! He is hard to believe. Here's Jordan. What's going on guys? Welcome to Dime Dropper. Make sure before we get started to subscribe on all social media platforms, Twitter and Instagram and Facebook at Dime Dropper Pod. And of course, make sure to subscribe on Apple Podcasts and follow us on Spotify. So before we get the season going, our first full season at Dime Dropper with the 24-minute recaps that I recently announced. Before that gets started, before I introduce my guests for the preview... Make sure you guys go watch my video series, Is the NBA Getting Better? It is the one I worked the hardest on. It's the video that I think that I want my channel to really be known for, at least the premise of why I made the podcast and appreciating basketball throughout the years. Please go watch that video or those videos. And part three is coming out very soon. I want to get it out by the, by the end of the week. Um, and yeah, so for this episode, we're going to be previewing all our standing predictions with our awards. And I say our because I'm here with a special guest returning from episode two, our first recurring guest, episode two of the podcast, Have Laker Fans Accepted LeBron, Envy, welcome back to Dime Dropper. What's up, man? I'm happy to be back. So if you haven't gone and checked out Envy's first episode, uh, talking about Laker history and, you know, Have Laker Fans Accepted LeBron, go check that out. So we're just going to start with talking about the Western Conference. It's been the better conference for about two decades now. And it's looking no different this year, even though the East is catching up. So let's just start at the top. Uh, I'm guessing you have the same number one seed as me. Yeah, Lakers. Lakers. <laughs> so since you're a Laker fan, what do you think of the additions? I don't want to harp too much on the Lakers and the Clippers because I feel like everyone's talking about them. And, mm-hmm. you know, everyone hears what we have to say about them all the time. Yeah. But so what do you think of the new additions? I think, like, I feel like these two additions of, of Trez, especially, and, and uh, Schroeder, are going to make it so it's a lot easier for LeBron and AD, like, scoring-wise. But I think that the biggest question about our team is, like, how elite the rim protection will be without um, JaVale and Dwight. So we just got to see what Mark does on defense, but AD will hold his own, obviously. Yeah, definitely a good point with the rim protection. Losing Dwight to Philadelphia was big. I know a lot of Laker fans wanted him back. And then JaVale, who would play minutes in the beginning of games, but he would kind of fizzle out as it went on. Mm. Uh, I think Mar- I've always been a huge Marcus Gasol. Like, I don't like him because he used to torture my Clippers, and he's a really good player. But, uh, it, you know, a lot of Toronto fans, well, I actually don't really know Toronto fans, but people on Twitter have been saying, you know, he's definitely slowed down. He was unplayable at times in the bubble, people are saying. So we're just going to have to find out and see how he is defensively. I mean, the guy in his prime, you know, we all know, defensive player of the year, great defender. Powell is his brother. I know you guys love Powell. Uh, I think I agree with you on the on the bench stuff. I think that you know having two, the two six man of the year. My pick for six man last year was Dennis Schroeder. Obviously, Montrader won, and uh, I think that it could work in two ways. I think this Laker team. I mean, here's the thing: there's no room for for error really for the Lakers. It's you either repeat or you do worse. And I think the pressure is pretty high. I mean, you saw that poll: the 86 percent picked you to win the title. What yeah. do you think of that? I mean, it's not like crazy surprising because a lot of people think we got better. Um, but I mean, it is like a landslide. Like, I feel like it should be maybe, I mean, definitely a little lower. You th- do you think, I mean, for sure on paper, no question Lakers got better. Uh-huh. No question. I mean, bringing in two 18 points a game kind of guys. Mm-hmm. The question is, 
how will these pieces all mesh with Kuz, with Schroeder and Trez and all that? It should be easy, but we all know that this is what I think the fear could be is we feel that the rim protection is a, is a different than last year. And sometimes I think when AD would play the four, he would go too far from the basket, lose his aggression, doesn't want to go inside to clog the paint. Mm-hmm. So I think that we're probably going to still see a lot of AD at the five. Mm-hmm. I think that there are some negatives coming from potentially maybe Mark's a little washed, uh, maybe Schroeder. I think this is, this is where LeBron, we need to look at, you know, I think LeBron needs to make sure that Schroeder gets his touches, the touches that he wants. He should be able to run pick and roll. He can take people off the dribble, not just, you know, once again, as we say with LeBron, with certain players in the past, putting them in boxes, so to speak. You know, Trez also gets touches on that low block. It's not just pick and roll. So, like, you know, do you think Trez's numbers will go up or down? Or what do you think? Ah, man, I don't know. I mean, it really depends on, like, uh, what the lineups are. Like, I feel like uh, Trez's scoring will be, like, significantly high if Schroeder's starting because he'll be the main guy off the bench. But if they're both coming off the bench, then maybe it'll be a little lower. But that's a really good – that's similar to kind of, like, Lou, Lou and, and Trez. Yeah, it is. So. Um, you think – do what do you think they should do though with that starting thing? That's a good point you make. Do uh, you think they should? I think personally they should just go with what they what worked last season with LeBron at the point, Wes Matthews, KCP, and then AD and Mark. But what about you? Because Schroeder said that he was like feeling on, and that's what I'm talking about, like buying into those roles. Will LeBron still make sure that they're not sacrificing for him? Which mm-hmm. you know a lot of times you got to do in this league. Well, first of all, let me just talk about Schroeder real quick. I didn't like what he said, and I feel like. You shouldn't go to a team that just won the championship and be like asking, Demanding. like basically, like yeah. like this is what I'm what I want. You know, like you should buy in, especially if you're go- coming from OKC, a team that didn't have a title shot. Yeah. So, but yeah, I don't know. I mean, I was watching uh, the Spectrum like post game for the preseason game last night, and they were all saying that the lineups that they were thinking we should start off with was uh, Schroeder, KCP, LeBron, AD, Mark. So and, basically, just Schroeder instead of Wes. Yeah. I mean, it'll be interesting. I mean, it'll be interesting to see if LeBron going back to playing a little more off the ball, how he'll do. I Mm -hmm. think the main thing that the Lakers got makes the Lakers better has nothing to do with the additions for me. It's we always I always talk about championship confidence on the show, what that does to a player. Anthony Davis now has a championship under his belt. He knows like he's not gonna be one of those guys with like Barkley or Carmelo that retires without a ring. He is gonna be on top of the world now. Like he is gonna be his confidence is gonna be crazy this season. I think it's gonna be something to look out for. Um, so yeah, I think it's the safest pick to go with the Lakers. However, I think the pressure, you know, it's once again, it's really on LeBron and AD, I think. I think that there's a chance though, Laker fans, watch for this. I think there's a chance that, you know, I saw in the preseason the other day, Marcus Gasol had moments where he had like a nice turnaround in the mid post and like, he used to be a good scorer in the mid post. But I noticed in Toronto these last couple of years, they've made him, you know, kind of just a spot up guy. But I think that you need to make sure with somebody like that, you give him some normal touches too. Because if you just make him a spot up guy, he can go cold. And because he's not a great, he's a good three-point shooter. He's not a great three-point shooter. And I can just easily see Laker fans making Marcus Gasol and Schroeder scapegoats mm-hmm. uh, for just not being in rhythm. And Kuz, of course, mm-hmm. you know, for not being in rhythm. Yeah, I mean, I could see that too. I think um, Mark is going to help, like, with the passing, obviously. Yeah. Like, And I feel like he'll probably be pretty good because, like, we'll, if we start that lineup, we have, like, three guys that can, can uh, create a lot of attention for defenses. But... I don't know. I think Mark will be good. And I also, I wouldn't be like shocked at all if the Lakers didn't finish first yeah. because we're trying to figure things out kind of, mm-hmm. but going into the playoffs, like we should be fine by that time. Yeah. I think the last thing with the Lakers is, um, Mon, Mon Trader. He has some char- negative characteristics, as you know, as the reason why the Clippers didn't bring him back. 
um, especially, you know, in pick and roll defense. Uh, so it's really just about how much Vogel plays him and what times he plays him at. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, he's not, he's still, I think, here's my prediction. I think Laker fans are going to love him in the regular season. Like, love them. Like, this guy's a freak, like, monster. He works so hard. Mm-hmm. He has, it's not like he's a horrible defender, doesn't play defense. Like, he does, he'll get some weak side uh, rotation blocks. He'll get some chase down on some little guys. But, you know, when it's like a 6-7, like a Luka in the pick and roll or something, someone that can, that's not small that he can't block, he struggles a lot. And mm-hmm. then rebounding, he often doesn't box out. And then he struggles against any type of skilled bigs. Good thing for the NBA now, though, is there's not that many of those skilled bigs that are bigger than him. So we'll see. I think that there's, there's a lot of pressure on the Lakers to repeat, but I think that they're the safest pick for the for the repeat. I think I got them as my champion again. You and know? I, I think, um, yeah, I do. And I think uh, AD and uh, Mark will, you know, like if they're both in the lineup with him, they'll make up for like his defensive like deficiencies, deficiencies sometimes. And I trust Frank Vogel to not overplay him like yeah. when he's getting exposed or anything. So yeah. the only thing is also a concern is if Trez is in, even though AD's the bigger guy, it's kind of basically like AD playing the four because Trez occupies around the rim. So that's another thing. I think Gasol's good because he can be away from the basket and then AD can do his thing. Mm-hmm. But um yeah, that's Phil Lakers. Uh who's your second seed? Uh, let me double check. I put the I put the Clippers. Yeah. Okay, so I got the Clips too. Um, I think we're gonna be the second seed again. Uh, I think the the mood around the the camp in the off season. I've been hearing a lot of things about oh Ty Lue's bringing this new system and oh the players are pissed off. You know Kawhi is motivated. Paul George is busting people. He's that I'm busting motherfuckers asses on all the smoke. The mood is good. It seems like these guys are motivated. Like like I said, I want you to be I want you to be fucking pissed like I was in that video. Um, but once again, right now, this is all talk, mm-hmm. you know, right now, this is all talk. So I think the Clippers got better with Ibaka. You know, we needed a second rim protector when Zoo comes out. Now they're saying they're going to start Ibaka, which I don't necessarily love because I really wanted to develop Zoo. I feel like Ibaka's kind of, he's peaked. That's, he, he is what he is. Mm-hmm. But, you know, he has the chemistry with Kowit. For, with Kowit mm-hmm. So we're going to see how it, Zoo may run with that second unit with Lou. But what do you think about, you think this Clipper team got worse or better? I think they got better because anytime you add someone with championship experience, like it's just a you know a huge plus. So I I think they definitely got better, and then I think that Ty Lue is better than Doc for this team, especially because Doc clearly wasn't helping. <laughs> and I think it's it's, it's going to be really interesting to see if we, you know, actually look like we're running a new system. You know, not just stagnant, not just Kawhi high pick and roll, Paul George high pick and roll. And then I actually like when Paul George comes off the ball, off screens and down screens. Like he said in that all the smoke that like Doc was trying to play me like JJ Redick and all that. I like it better when he's playing like that because even though he's an amazing scorer, like ISO player, he has a tendency to over dribble and then could settle for long contested jumpers when like he's 6'8 with bounce, keep going to the basket, staying aggressive. He falls too in love with that jumper. And even though he's a really solid three point shooter, I don't like when he's four of ten from three because that means he's taking ten threes. Yeah. So that's too much for me. And don't, I, don't you think he kind of over exaggerated it too, like the being off ball? Oh, he he basically blatantly lied yeah. because the stat you saw the stats coming up on Twitter and everything, mm-hmm. and I know my eyes don't lie to me. Mm-hmm. He had the most pick and rolls that he's ever had in his career. He's had a lot of ISOs. So it's just once again Paul George or rated G, you know, just talking a little too much. But hey, I've been very critical of him, and he's is still on my team. And, you know, we signed him to the extension. A lot of the people on – a lot of you guys, Dime Dropper fam, has been asking me what I think. What I think is I'm not very happy about it. But if we make it past the second round or if Kowit re-signs, I'll be very – I don't care about how much money we're paying him because I just want to get further than we've ever been. 
I have a lot of love for, for Paul if we get out of that second round. But that's really what it is for me. It's like, it's either we get, if, it's either we don't, we, I swear to God, we better get out of the fucking second round this year. Like, no excuses. I mean, now we have another year where they, they we didn't have Paul George last year to start the season with the shoulder injury. Now both of them are there to start the season. There's no, you know, old regime versus new. It's kind of built around Kawhi and PG now. So they have no excuses, right? Yeah, and I also think like the biggest thing with uh, Ty Lue is like he, what he needs to do. We already talked about this. He needs to get someone and say like you need somebody needs to be a vocal leader of this team because you can't win a championship without like a true it's, vocal leader. It's gotta have to be Kawit, man. Yeah, it's I gonna have to be. He's and gonna I, have to be a little more vocal. He, they said once again he's talking to guys more now. It's like at least we got Surge that I feel like can make him more comfortable now. But you know he said something about we want more high IQ guys, and I just wasn't happy to see the Clippers resign Reggie Jackson as a result of that. I was hoping we'd get another playmaking point guard off the bench, but shit, you know Luke Kennard replacing Shamit will be interesting. You know I don't watch Pistons games like that, but I know he's more capable of scoring and pick and roll, creating his own shot as opposed to Sham, who's a lot more catch and shoot kind of thing. And he's been in the league like a, at least a few seasons. Yeah, and he's longer. been in the playoffs before too yeah, with, yeah. with Detroit so against he's got Milwaukee. More experience. So we'll see how he does. I'm very curious, but. I would like if we played Terrence Mann more as our backup instead of Reggie Jackson. That's only my one request, but we'll see how it all shakes out. I think Clipper fans, don't be alarmed if we start the season 0-2 or even 0-3. I, I really think that the schedule we got is tough, and I think if it really is a new system, it's going to take some time to learn. So I wouldn't panic too much after the opening results. Obviously, I would not want to go 0-2 or 0-3, but I just think that we need to pump the brakes. It's about developing. And Ty Lue is the type of guy that's not afraid to call a star player out. Because remember, we heard about LeBron. Game 7 in the finals, 2016. He was like, yo, LeBron, like, get it going, man. Like, I need you right now. Like, So he's got to do that with Kawhi and just get him to, as Stephen A. Smith was saying, galvanize the troops. Yeah, so that's for the clips, you know. Uh, for the third seed, my third seed was the Denver Nuggets. How about you? Same, yep. Is there really much more to say about them? They're just getting better. They're a young team. They lost Grant, which is a big loss. Um, Will Barton was injured in that playoffs. Uh, I think... What we're really going to need to see here is more more improvement from the stars, the young guys, the MPJ, the Jokic's. But the main one for me, Jamal Murray just had a bubble where he just, the GSL, he was just insane. Mm -hmm. It's time for him to average more than 20 points a game. And he needs to be doing, he needs to, like, I think he's a top five point guard in the league right now. But I think that he needs to solidify that with a great regular season now too. Yeah, I agree with, I, I agree with everything you said. And I think um, they have, like you said, a lot of young guys that are improving and uh, my, I can't even decide who I want to pick for most improved player. And on that team, there's two guys that I'm still deciding between, and it's Bull Bull and MPJ. Yeah, no Plumlee now, so Bull will probably have more minutes. Exactly, That's, that, that's yep. interesting to look at. Mm -hmm. um, however, yeah, I mean, the Nuggets are good. It's going to be hard for them to get back to the conference finals, though. It's going to be. Yeah, definitely. Likeable team, but we're going to have to see what Jamal Murray. It's all about Jamal Murray for me. I feel like the bubble was, like, very ideal for them, and that's part of the reason why they got to the conference finals for yeah, sure. Yeah, maybe. And mm -hmm. okay, so let's go to number four. I've this is maybe we may have our first disagreement. I'm gonna go with the Mavs. Okay, I have the Jazz. Okay, and I, I see your point there. So let's just keep going on, honestly, and then we'll compare. Uh, five seed, you got the Mavs. Uh, let me double check. Because uh, my five, Mavs, yeah, I have the Mavs. Yeah. Okay, so let's talk about the Mavs for a second. I got them four. You got them five. It's kind of the same as the Nuggets for me. They they made a couple of moves, Josh Richardson, but it's really just the development of KP and Luca. Uh, they lost Seth Curry. But um, Tim Hardaway Jr. had some good look in the bubble. I just think, once again, it's just kind of those guys improving, staying healthy. You? Who else did they get again? From my memory, I just I don't remember anyone besides Josh Richardson. Okay, yeah, they got yeah, that's who it was, yeah. Uh, that'll help the defense out, but like, mm -hmm. you know, they're just improving. Lucas is great, you know. Mm -hmm. 
Um, I think, yeah, so let's just move on then. Okay. The Mavs. Uh, what about your sixth seed? I got the Jazz. I have, sorry, I keep forgetting my list. Uh, so let's, yeah. I put the Blazers, but I don't know. Yeah, I'll go with the Blazers. Yeah. Okay, so let's just talk about the Jazz for a sec. You have them five. Mm-hmm. I have them six. Or did you have the Jazz no, four? No, I have them four, yeah. Jazz four, me six. Mm-hmm. They're getting Bogdanovich back, but there's not too much change in this team. I know, yeah. It's kind of, once again, just, it's, it's, is Rudy peaked at this point? I think he kind of has. Yeah, I think so, yeah. Donovan keeps getting better. I love Donovan. The main reason I have them that high is just because, like, they've just been so consistent, and, like, Quinn Snyder is just a great coach. He did make some mistakes, though, in the bubble, I'd say, with his yeah, coverages on Jamal. He did, yeah, that's true. And last year, you know, something I was looking at was watching the Rocket series against them. And the way they were guarding James Harden, bro. Like, they were letting, they were essentially, like, letting him get by them to, like, get into the paint so you can kick to other guys. But, like, you're letting James Harden get by you. Mm-hmm. So, like, I just think that was a little stupid on his part. Even though I do think he's a good coach. But he's made some iffy decisions in the postseason these last two years. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, yeah, I think a second year of Mike Conley will be good. And I think that they have a six-man-of-the-year candidate in Jordan Clarkson. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because he's, for them, he's their only real, like, bench guy that can score. And he's got, like, he can get, like, a 16 points a game type shit. Yeah, he fits them, their team pretty well. So, you said the Blazers for your uh, six seed. Yeah. Um, I want to keep, let's let's keep going for a sec. Okay. I haven't said my five seed yet because I'm just curious to see where you have. This was my dark horse team that I was going a little bit, a little bit against the grain here. Uh, who's your seven seed? My seven seed is the Suns. That was my fifth seed. Okay. That's a little high, but I'm so high on the Suns this year. I mean, I love Chris Paul. It's really all about his health. I think that's part of the reason yeah. why OKC did so well last year was because he only missed one game, and that was because Kobe passed, you know, that. Mm-hmm. So Chris, he makes teams better everywhere he goes, and I think this is really going to be Devin Booker's time to show everyone in the league he's in that top 10 conversation. Yeah, I mean, I was really, really tempted to put, like, even just as I was looking at my list, I'm like, should I really put the Blazers that high? And it's literally just because of, like, the the team being together longer. And, yeah. you know, that's yeah, the main reason. Yeah, it's totally fair. I mean, it, that, I was going a little, you know, because here's the thing about Aiton and Chris Paul. And Chris Paul has his injury history. Aiton last year had a weird season. Mm-hmm. I'm a, I really like Aiton because he's a skilled big man. So that big three of Aiton, Chris, and Devin Booker, like, Chris has never played with a center that's skilled like this. Mm-hmm. I just think that's going to be such a fun team. Of course, if you did watch my uh, announcement video, they're going to be one of the teams that we focus on this season. So I just think Devin Booker is going to kill shit. I mean, he's gotten so much better in pick and roll. scoring. He's at a complete offensive game. You want to talk about guys that are similar to Kobe in terms of offense? I think the most similar we have to Kobe is D-Book just because he's not elite in the post like Kobe, but he's good in the post. Like elite as far as relative to his competition. Yeah, I think he, he worked out with him too. Like... And Devin Booker is just like a pure like bucket. Like he's just an ideal scorer to have on your team. And I think that um that team is just gonna be really good because of Chris Paul. That's yeah. like the main thing. He's the yeah. X factor. Yeah. CP hopefully he stays healthy. So um yeah, my six seed was the Jazz, your six seed was the Blazers. Let's go to seven. You had the Suns or I, actually no, let's go to your eight seed. My eight seed is the Warriors. Me it's my seven seed is the Warriors. Okay. So we're, we're kind of aligning here a little bit. Uh-huh. So this is a big season for them. They're another one of our teams that we're going to be focusing on as well. Uh, Stephen Curry coming back from injury. Uh, a lot of people are saying, like, what's the what do you think about this team? Like, do you think that a lot of people are saying they're going to be really good? And then some other saying they're not even going to make the playoffs. How badly do you think this, this team needs to make the playoffs? Because they know they lost Clay, but you still have Steph, Draymond, Andrew Wiggins, Kelly Oubre, who's a great pickup. And the rookie Wiseman, second pick in the draft. We're I think we're both on the same same page on this. Like 
got to make the playoffs. Yeah. You're no excuses, Warriors. Steph. Come on, buddy. Yeah, you got Steph Curry. We love Curry. you, but come on. I know. I mean, I love Steph too, but I think people, and you agree with me on this, are way too, like, Give him a little too easy. many excuses. Yeah, I don't like that. Yeah, I think that now, and this is also Draymond's time too. Like, people have been saying he's, he's washed now, he's slowing down. The last real memory I have watching him play was in the playoffs 2019 when they made the finals and he was amazing. So Draymond's the second best player on this team. He's not the second best scorer, though. Not at all, Their yeah. bench is a little lacking. But I just think that with Kelly, and this is also like, it's time for Andrew Wiggins to show us something now. Give me 18 points a game. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I wonder, I really wonder like what their lineup is going to look like, what, like what their bench especially will look like, you know? You think this is the least talented team Steve Kerr has coached besides last year? Uh, probably, yeah. 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 I think so. So this is a test for Steve as well. It's mm-hmm. gonna be that's gonna be fun to watch just to see what happens. I mean, if they had if they had Clay, they yeah. would be like Top a lock. Seed. Yeah. Yeah, lock. I mean, did they did they get Ubre after he got hurt? Yeah, right? Yeah. Yeah. They did. It was to fill the void. Exactly. Sure, yeah. So let, so we are pretty much on the same page there. Um my eight seed is the Blazers. So let's just talk about them since we we well, that's funny. We had the exact same eight. Mm-hmm. So it's not much to say. I mean, they made some pickups. Rocco. Or no, I don't think we had the exact same eight, did we? Not in the same order, but the same eight teams. Oh, yeah, yeah, 100%. Um, the Blazers are, you know, once again, as you said, been together for a while. And this is sixth year in a row of CJ and Dame kind of being a duo together, doing mm-hmm. this. Um, and, yeah, Rocco picked up. I think they're going to say Melo's coming off the bench, maybe. Collins starting. Gary Trent, you saw some uh, him in the GSL look great. I think there's a chance that this team finishes as high as five, but I also think there's a chance that this team finishes outside of the eight, depending on Houston. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I see what you mean. I mean, I put them fifth, but it's just like that's me just thinking that they're just going to be really good, like in terms of uh, what's his name, Nurkic being healthy. Mm-hmm. They lost Whiteside, but I don't think, I think that's, that matters. Much yeah, I don't think that's a big loss. Um, and then I think getting Roko, yeah, yeah, exactly. And I think getting Roko is huge. That was like part. That was probably the main reason I have them that high. I think that though, don't you feel like this has gone a little bit? stagnant like it's, oh, yeah. i think it's kind of peaked a bit i mean like, I, we've been saying it's been stagnant for like the past kind of well not after they made the best of cards finals that i feel like that was the peak of their their what they could do i think yeah. that dame needs as much as i think cj is so good i think that dame needs someone better either better than him or like i think dame may need to be a secondary player in this league is to win yeah, a championship mm-hmm. or he may just need like somebody that's you know at least top i don't know if cj's top 20 i think he's top 30 in this league mm-hmm. i don't know if he's top 20 i mean just winning in general for portland is just tough i mean it's a yeah. small market but you know? know what like i like damian Lillard a lot but like oh, yeah. clyde drexler like you know he was a different caliber that can get them to the finals mm-hmm. so like okay let's go to the so we have the play in games this season this is not your typical season so we have play in games so the 10 teams will technically have a chance to fight for that playoff spot um, we just I just do the Rockets ninth just because I just don't know what they're gonna look like. Like it's gonna be such an interesting team. As you can see, I'm wearing the John Wall shirt I got from the Verizon Center. Um, by the way, if you guys see me wearing shirts that aren't Clipper shirts, once again, don't know. It has nothing to do with my loyalties. I'm a basketball fan. I just I wear shirts mostly players that are no longer on their respective teams anymore. So a vintage or not on the team anymore. In this case, it's already vintage now. So yeah. <laughs> I love John Wall, and I really hope that he comes. I mean, he tore his Achilles and mm-hmm. Boogie as well. And you know, we talk. We're going to talk about that when we get to the East with KD, but, you know, players, when they tear their Achilles, they're usually never the same. I know. I mean, the one thing that we can say is, like, the, you know, technology is yeah. be- a lot better now. The surgeries and shit. So maybe guys like John Wall and KD can come back, maybe not 100%, but, like, a lot yeah. closer than way before, you know? And, you know, I'm actually, like, I don't know what's going to happen with Harden. I just don't like what he's doing. I mean, you, you, both of us know what we feel about that. <laughs> yeah. um, I think that I'm very, I think one thing that was great for the Rockets, 
moving on from uh, Mike Dan Phoney, mm-hmm. I think that uh, Paul Salas's kid, we'll, we'll see how he proves himself. But uh, I think this is going to be an interesting team. I just don't know how much I want to watch them because I don't know what's going to happen with them. But just having Boogie and Russell Westbrook, t- I mean, John Wall together after Kentucky days is like, yeah, I like cool that. to watch. I like that a lot. And I think that the uh, head coach hire was good. And I just uh, also Christian Wood and and uh, Christian Wood, yeah. yeah, Christian Wood is really underrated, honestly. He's like, in the Pistons, no one cares yeah. about them. Like every everyone uh, probably Anymore. just doesn't know that much about him. Kind of similar to like, I don't know much about him. Yeah, like his like, skill set, I don't really know much about. I know his numbers. But. He's he's really good. He's versatile, and I think that was a big pickup. Did you have them like? Did you just what did you do with them? You just threw them ninth. I put them ninth okay. too, yeah, because we don't know. You know, this is the tough one right here. Who's the last team that's gonna make the plan? I got Pelicans. I knew you were going to say that. I got the Pelicans 11th. You know who I went with? Probably just because of a little bit of bias since we have him on our list this year. Who? Oh, <laughs> the Timberwolves. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> I just, I just, I don't know, man. I just feel as though Carl Anthony Towns and D'Lo have no excuses. Once again, we talk about no excuses. Carl Anthony Towns is a guy who, as I said in my video, post up and can hit from the outside, blended together to score. I don't want 22 points a game anymore. 27, 28 points a game. D'Angelo Russell has been to the playoffs before. We've seen what he can do. Malik Beasley's good. You know, Ricky Rubio's there now. And the number one pick, who I haven't even, like, known that well, yeah, Anthony me Edwards. Mm-hmm. I mean, who did you have 11th? Uh, let me see. Let's talk about the Pels, though, a little bit. 11th, I have Timberwolves. Okay, yeah. so very close. Mm-hmm. Um, so what do you think about the Wolves? Like, I mean, what's your concern with them? My biggest concern is that D'Lo is a defensive liability. Is he actually defensive liability? Like... I haven't, I haven't locked in on him like that yet. Since I mean, he was on the Lakers and we watched him, but like that was a while ago. I just feel like he's not a great, a great defender. Yeah, not a great and, defender. And people say this thing about Carl Anthony Towns. Yeah, exactly. I was going to say that too. You know, So maybe it's the defensive side That's that, what I that think kills it is. them. That's the biggest thing. Now, the Pelicans, on the other hand, probably are favored by more. To, and you know what the funny part about the Pels is? You know, Zion stays healthy and Zion proves to live up to the hype. And once again, the media is kind of ruining this guy for me already. Like, I, I have nothing against the kid at all. Except for the fact that he showed up to the bubble out of shape. That was kind of like, come on, dude. But um, the media is just shoving him down our throats already. I just hate that. What did shit. they rank him? They ranked him really like high, like nineteen or something in the league. I like think 18? it was yeah, something like that. Yeah. Definitely like between like nineteen or thirty or I mean, something. The guy just looks so heavy, man. Yeah, I know, I know. I mean, he could easily get injured because of that weight. Yeah, and that's the biggest concern. That's why I had them eleventh. Is like the, the health. Con- it's also Lonzo too. Has not had the best history with injuries. So and they lost Drew. Yeah. I think also that kind of helps their development. Stan Van Gundy and they've been saying oh, I forgot they've been about saying that. that we've been just preaching defense, defense, defense. And if that uh, that's what I want to hear. That's great. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and, that's what his style is. Yeah. So. And Zoe's a good defender. Obviously, yeah. they have JJ Baby Dick, <laughs> um, who has one of the better podcasts in the game right now. I'll give him a shout out. Um, Ingram, it's time for Ingram to I think take a step and like go from now that we know he's a really good player, close out games now because that's what that's his weakness. He, he they don't, the Pelicans had so many games where they were right there last season. They just didn't close them out. I watched a lot of them. They got Stephen Adams now too. Yeah. I forgot about that. So, an is, interesting wait, team. Wait, uh, uh, Timberwolves head coach is Flip Saunders' son, right? Or I believe so. It is, right? I think it is Ryan Saunders. Okay. Um, the thing about the Pels is, I think this is really contingent more on Zion's health and Lonzo. Mm-hmm. You know, we saw in the, in the GSL, Lonzo, he still didn't have any sort of offensive scoring game. Like, his jumper's weak, and then he's, he was missing layups at the rim floaters. He needs to, like... He can pass in the pick and roll, but he needs to be a threat to score in that pick and roll. And I saw him in preseason. He hit a couple mid ranges off the screens, and if he can hit that consistently, then like this team probably will make the playoffs. Yeah, they should. I mean, 
I feel like they this is the year that they need to all take a big step, mm-hmm. especially Lonzo. Yeah, I kind of went with the Wolves because I want them to make it more, yeah, and I'm just not mean. a fan of the Pels anymore. I mean, I like Lonzo a lot. But I'm not a fan of the Pels because maybe I just ride Zion's cock. Mm-hmm. Like like there's no tomorrow. So Yeah, they do. <laughs> so and we're gonna see them a lot this season gonna be on national TV because they want to shove them down our throat. So Pelicans. Anyway, what about your uh, the bottom feeders now? What about your twelve seed? Grizzlies. Me too. Because Jaron Jackson's injured. But yeah. I love John Morant, one of my young I wonder how many games he'll miss. I think he'll miss a little bit. Yeah. I think there's a really good Did chance. Did get hurt in no, the, in yeah, the bubble? Yeah, in the GSL. Yeah, so he's wow. going to be out for a while. It was a torn meniscus. Yeah, yeah. Um, I love John Morant. He's one of my young favorite players in the league. Talk about old souls that just focus on making the team better. Dylan Brooks. I think we can see a big uh, dark horse most improved. Uh, Asher, who we had on the playoff preview, is really big on this guy. Brandon uh, Clark from Gonzaga. I think he is going to get a chance because of JJJ's injury to prove that he's really solid. However, I think that the Grizzlies will finish 12th as well. And then I got the Spurs finishing 13th. Wait, did they fire uh, Dave Yeager? The, uh... Dave Yeager's been gone, bro. He's been gone, right? It's uh, Taylor Jenkins now. Okay. And yeah, I have the Spurs 13th too. That's I think funny. the Spurs could finish like 11th too. Yeah, yeah. You never know. I mean, it's pop, you know? Yeah. And I just think that they're old now. You mm-hmm. know, it's... Um, yeah, all right. Marcus we got the Spurs. And, the... and then I'm guessing you have the same bottom two. I got the Kings 14th. Thunder. And King, Kings and Thunder, yeah. Yeah, Kings. Uh, I love De'Aaron Fox. I think Buddy Hield is good, but like, it's the Kings. Like, you know, the last time they made the playoffs, we were in second grade, bro. It was my first year watching basketball. Jesus. Like oh five oh six, um, and you know what? I think that the only chance this team has of even making it close to the playoffs is like right now. De'Aaron Fox's second right hand man is is either Harrison Barnes or Buddy Hield, and it's been the same for the last couple of years. Unless Marvin Bagley. That's just what I was gonna say. Up. That's what I was gonna like, say. We got to see something here. He could be a dark horse for most improved player. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely could yeah. be. And I think if he is, they'll be better than the Grizzlies yeah. with, with the injuries that they have mm-hmm. and the Spurs. And then the last seed, much love to my boy SGA. OKC just kind of they blew it up. I was looking at their roster and I was just Al like, Horford and SGA. Like, Who are all these? Other Dude, guys? They got Lou Dort starting. <laughs> yeah, gonna he, have, I mean uh, he's he's a good defender. Yeah, and like Darius Baisley starting. Like Hamadou Diallo. Like uh, so that's our West. Let's transition to the East. Let's do it in reverse order this time. Okay. Uh, who's your Who's your last seed? Knicks. Me too. Mm-hmm. Uh, much love to Lucas in uh, New York State of Mind, Episode Five, one of our Rogues Gallery, so to speak. The Knicks. Let's talk about them for a second. I mean, so this many is an, bigs. <laughs> this is another year where you got a New York Knicks team, man. It's just shit, and their, I just feel bad for the fans. Their roster just doesn't make any sense, and I don't get why. I mean, it's because no one really wants to. I don't think. Yeah, I'm, sh- I'm sure. Play with them anymore. They tried to pursue Chris Paul. I'm sure they probably tried to. To pursue maybe Russ and like even Gordon Hayward on the low. I don't know, but their ownership is just horrible. And like yeah. until, until until Dolan's Dolan. gone, they they're just not going to be relevant. I think. Yeah, I agree. I think. I mean, this is a year where we have to, as we were talking about with the New York State of Mind episode. Um, it's it's like, are you a bust or not territory for a lot of these guys? Mm-hmm. R.J. Barrett is one. Big time. Uh, he needs to step it up. Kevin yeah. Knox is kind of proven to be a kind of a bust. Mm-hmm. Mitchell Robinson's going to be the starting center, so we're going to have to see what he's up up to. And then, like, right now, their best player is, like, Julius Randle. Like, to me, that's the worst team in the league. Yeah, I mean, R.J. Barrett, like, I, I said this earlier, like, if you're uh, on a team that bad and you're not producing, then, I mean, you got to be a bust, right? And then uh, Obi Toppin, I think. Oh, he was a he dark could, horse he rookie of the year yeah. just because his stats 100%. may be so good because his yeah. team is so bad. 100%. Yeah. DSJ and Frank Nilakina too. It's like, come on, let's see what you got. Mm-hmm. You know, this is time for Frank Nilakina If he doesn't show us that he's decent this year, he's... He is really young, Lucas though. Lucas he, He's only, like, I think 20, he might... Like our age? Yeah, he might be like 21, 22. Like, Man. that's how young he was when he got drafted. <laughs> okay, so let's move on to the, from the Knicks. I'll probably watch their first two games just because I love Clyde Frazier. But poor Clyde Frazier. I heard him talking. I was listening to just because 
if you haven't, I haven't really talked about it in my, I did talk about it a little bit in my, is the NBA getting better? But like Clyde Frazier is like one of my favorite players ever now after watching him. And I was listening to it, just wanted to hear him talk and see how he was doing yesterday. So I turned on some of the preseason game. He sounded his, depressed. No, he sounds so positive, no bro. Like, how can he take this? Like he watched, like he has the two banners that I hang up at MSG. I've been there once are both because of him and obviously his good teams. And he's been watching this trash year in year. Like, I don't know how he does it. I think I, I guess it's just like your love for the team. Yeah, and, and I mean it's just like you got to kind of be. Positive. You got it. You your got, job. That's exactly and like then, Ralph Lawler used to for the Clippers. Like you have to keep these fans in, involved somehow. And I'm sure he has the same mentality of like, well, until Dolan's gone, I mean, what yeah. can we do, right? Yeah. <laughs> so let's go to the, my 14th seed. I had the Detroit Pistons. Same thing. Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Blake Griffin and a bunch of bums. Yeah, I mean. It's funny, like Blake Griffin is like he's great, but he always gets hurt. Like I, I play fantasy basketball all the time. I always draft him like later because I, I know he's gonna put up numbers, and then later on in the season he'll get hurt. So I always try to trade him. He's had so <laughs> much time to rehab too. He looked great in the off. He looked great in preseason. Preseason, yeah. yeah. BG, I mean, I love BG. He's uh, to me, he's the second best power forward in the league after AD. Not counting Giannis. Like Giannis is not a real power forward to me. Like he's just like a, a big small forward playing the four to me. I like BG because it's like. We don't have players like that much anymore. Yeah, real power forwards. Post up consistently. Like, I love that. So it sucks that he's on a team like the Pistons that I can't really watch that much. Yeah, they have, like, the rookie point guard, the French guy, Killian Hayes. Mm -hmm. I'm interested to see how he looks. Uh, Jeremy Grant is their second-best player. They have Mason Plumlee now, so they got some Nuggets guys. Like, I think that this team is going to probably, like, you know why also I put them 14th is because I think BG could get traded. Yeah, and they still have, have, like, D-Rose and, like, who else do they have? I mean, they may finish 13th. Like, yeah. All right, whatever. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> and also, I mean, if you're a Pistons fan, man, drop a comment. Like, how y'all feeling? Like, I know when I was a kid, man, you guys were legit as fuck. Like, you guys were, you guys are historically one of the best franchises in the history of the game. So the Pistons being so trash, especially in that new stadium. It's weird. Yeah, it's sad. How long have they had that stadium? It's, I think this is the third or fourth year. Yeah. Okay, so what about my your 13th seed? I've got the Cavs. Me too. Yeah. I think there's a chance that this team finishes higher than that, though. Maybe, yeah. Because their starting lineup is not bad. It's, it's not that bad, Sexton, yeah. who needs to, once again, this is his third year now, take a big step. Garland, right? Second, he's shifty, but he know a little better, needs to be better at putting the ball in the basket. And then they're going to probably start this Isaac Okoro guy. And then Kevin Love and Andre Drummond being held. That's a good 4-5 tandem right there. Can they be healthy, and how much do they have left in the tank? Yeah, I mean... When you got Drummond and, and Kevin Love, I mean, it's rebounding. Do, yeah, you could do something. But Kevin Love needs to be like he like you know I want the Cavs to not mail it in this season. Mm-hmm. Like try to make. I mean, there's ten spots that you can make the playoffs now, so you, every team should have more belief. Yeah, less tanking. Hopefully, maybe that's what they Who, want. Who's their team. head coach? It's oh man, <laughs> shit! Didn't come prepared for this one. <laughs> yeah, I it forget, was John Beeline, and then they fired him. Is it Larry Drew? Let me look it up. Anyway, I'm going to move on to the next team. Um, I got the Charlotte Hornets. J.J. Bickerstaff. J.B. Bickerstaff? J.B. Bickerstaff, sorry. Well, no <laughs> I've comments. Got the, I've got the Bulls 12th. Okay. I got the Bulls 11th. Okay. Do you have the Hornets? Uh, I've got the Hornets 11th. Okay, perfect. Yeah. So let's talk about the Hornets first. Gordon Hayward already got injured. Mm-hmm. $30 million, Terrible contract. I wonder, the, I wonder how long he'll miss, though. The game. Yeah, I don't think he'll be out too long. Yeah, I think maybe like a month. Or I think something. yeah, he'll be back probably mid January. Um, Mellow Ball, I think, is looking like a pick for Rookie of the Year. That's my pick, Rookie of the Year. Yep. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, that hopefully that inspires like when people are gonna start talking about Mellow. Mm-hmm. Is he better than Zoe? I mm-hmm. hope that inspires Zoe to be like, all right, I'm the older brother. Fuck this, because I'm still Team Zoe. Because he's he was less like I think he's more humble and like he's more pass first guy. And he went to UCLA. My dad went to UCLA. My sister goes there, so you know, still have that love for for UCLA basketball. Um, 
but yeah, I think that the Hornets are a kind of a dark horse to maybe make a playoff push because I like Miles Bridges. I like P.J. Washington. Once again, it's, it's another team. Got to see those young guys take some steps here. I love Devontae Graham. Too. Yeah, Devontae. Um, they got some weapons. Yeah, but solid. We'll see. And then the Bulls, who hired Billy Donovan, mm-hmm. you know, another team. Got to see these guys take steps. Kobe White was killing it at the end of last season. And people have been talking about him as the most improved. Yeah, Yeah. totally. I actually like Kobe White. I think he fits the NBA well. Pick and roll kind of style. Can shoot relatively. From North Carolina. I need to see more from Lowry Markinen, though. I really thought this guy was going to be like, oh, another Porzingis type. But he's literally another Porzingis type in the negative sense that he just shoots threes. He doesn't do anything else. Like, I need him to... You need to be able to post up smaller guys in these pick and rolls, or yeah. else you're, the mismatches don't mean shit. The team's gonna switch on you. Yeah, you got to be able to take advantage of your size, and so many bigs don't do it. Even like AD, some I mean, the best in the league. Yeah, some of the best yeah. in the league. Like you, you're looking and you're like, why aren't you backing him down? Yeah, you got to. And it's that once it's like again, a mentality thing. Also goes back to the as the NBA getting better, the post ups is not emphasized, not being taught anymore. I hate that. Um, so the, the Zach Levine, you know, good number one option. I think that the. Who's his second guy going to be? Is it going to be Lowry? Is it going to be Kobe White? Leaning towards Kobe White. I like Wendell Carter. Solid double-double kind yeah, of guy. he's really good, yeah. But um, I just think that this team lacks defense, maybe lacks a little discipline and consistency. And I think that Billy Donovan coming into the fold is good because, you know, he's a has a great resume in terms of making the playoffs. And then, of course, his national championships of Florida. But I just think, and I like the Bulls. My mom went to school in Chicago. Like I was a big Bulls like sympathizer growing up with the Ben Gordon teams, Luol Dang. A little bit less when they got D-Rose because they got hyped up and I'm a very anti-Dick Ride kind of guy. But um, they're going to be interesting. Yeah, I mean... I got hiring, them 11. Hiring Billy is, is a big is you know, it's a big hire, but they got to like stay the course and not get rid of him if things are bad. What do you think Zach like, as the best player? I mean, he's a good he's a good player, but like you wouldn't... On, or me, me, me personally, I would never want him to be my best player. I feel that. <laughs> you know? And it'll be it. We'll see. He's is he the best part of a playoff team or a playing team? Which like brings he, us. He just chucks a lot, you know. A little bit, but he shoots a decent percentage. Yeah. Let's let's talk about our play-ins for the East. So, who do you have making that last East spot? Got Orlando. Wow, man, dude. You we just so you guys know, we didn't talk beforehand about like he asked me, can I can you send me your ranking? I said, no, nah, I'm not gonna send it to you. I want you to do it by yourself. The only one that I that you did tell me was the Rockets. Yeah, I was, I was just like I was like, where, where, we, where are we, we putting them? <laughs> yeah. yeah. So Orlando's a team that I really don't fuck with much because I just think that they're very stuck in the mud. They're just think, bland. Like it's like okay, Aaron Gordon, are you gonna have a breakout season now? Like what's good here? Like you have he has a little bit of like signs of everything, but like where's the aggression? Where's the consistency? Where's what are you, man? Besides, like I know where you're a good two way player. Like, mm-hmm. what are you? Yeah, I mean, I feel like uh, the biggest thing for the Magic is for me definitely how does Jonathan Isaac come back? And it's gonna from be that wild, injury. though, man. It was. It is right. I mean, uh, GSL I, happened in the GSL. No, it didn't. Did yes, it? it did. He came no back and he was in the GSL, so he's gonna be out for a minute. That's why I think that didn't putting, he got hurt before, right? And That's, then he came back and yeah, got hurt again. God, wow! I just realized that. Yeah, and I think That's Vucevic awful. Vucevic just peaked. He's, he's still a solid player. I love, I love Vucevic, though. The Shout only... out to USC alumni. Yeah, hell yeah. <laughs> Another one. My dad went to USC, too, and I saw him graduate. So just so you know, I'm still more USC than UCLA. But uh, Evan Fournier. <laughs> I just think, the only positive I like from this team is Markel Fultz had his first decent season of his career, and now he can build off that. Mm-hmm. But it's just like this team is stagnant. And Definitely. because of Isaac, I think if they had Isaac, maybe a little higher. Aaron Gordon said we're going to finish like. And they lost DJ Augustine. Yeah. Who's their backup point now? MCW. Uh, oh no, Cole Anthony, oh, Greg okay. Anthony's kid. Okay. So he's. I saw somebody comment on one of my Twitter tweets the other day. He's gonna be one rookie of the year. I just don't know if he will. What pick was he? I think he was. I think somewhere in the lottery, or maybe 
Yeah, I think it was somewhere in the water. You're 15 okay. to 20. But uh, yeah, I don't really want to talk about the magic anymore. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So the ninth seed. Interested to hear what you got. I've got the Hawks. Me too. Okay. Wow. <laughs> Dude, they improved a shit ton. They were mm-hmm. the worst team in the league last year. And I think that people are already putting him in that playoff spot. But I think you got to take a step back and realize, like, let's see, let's, let's talk about who they, who they got. Um, they got Gallo, Bo- Bogdanovich, Bogdanovich, the Kings, Bogdanovich, really solid player. Mm-hmm. Gallo, who's an automatic eighteen points. Um, Rondo mm-hmm. as a backup, which we'll see how he once again regular season Rondo. You can't predict. Yeah, and you, you can get, predict he that he's not going to be prone Rondo. too. So. Yeah, and then you have Capella, who didn't play a game for them last year. Oh yeah, yeah. And a healthy, hopefully, John Collins. I forgot about Capella. And another year of DeAndre Hunter and Cam Reddish. Mm-hmm. So when I watched this team last season, I saw that their defense was atrocious. And Trey Young is a 5'11 point guard. So he doesn't help that department. department. But, you know, it's a big leap for people. Like, people are saying they're going to finish in the playoffs automatically. Mm-hmm. This is the worst team in the league going all the way to the playoffs. It's a big jump. Yeah. So that's why I had them a little hesitant finishing ninth. I hope they make the playoffs. I really hope they do because they're one of the teams that we said we're going to lock in on this season. To me, it's really this is about Trey Young. I think he's got the pieces to be in games. Can he close them out like a star can? I'm, give me your take on this whole team. Well, I I looked at a lot of lists and I saw that a lot of people had the Hawks eight, mm. and I'm like, I mean, it's not it's not a lock in any sense, but I mean, I could definitely see it. Because they're deep, very and they, deep, and they have you know Trey Young. Trey Young's an automatic like. And they also got that guy from USC, uh, Chino Onyeka Okongwu. Mm-hmm. So they've got, and they even have DeAndre Hunter too. Like they've got a lot of young, talented guys. But it's like they need to, like you said, it's a huge leap. So a lot of it depends on Trey Young. Obviously, he's like the best player on their team. So depends on what he does and if he can maybe try to step up a little defensively, even though he's really small. Um, but yeah, I don't, I don't see them making it. I feel like um, they're just gonna have a lot of uh, hard time like meshing, kinda. And I just I don't know. I don't see them making it. But I mean, I can see them making it. But I don't have them making it. So <laughs> well, they're gonna have to play through this plan if they finish ninth, like we say. Yeah. Um, I think Capella and Trey Young pick and roll is gonna be fantastic. Mm-hmm. I just think that it's gonna be a matter of they're gonna start noticing that that's a big threat. They're gonna start um. Uh, rotating and putting people in the paint to stop the, the alley-oop. I'm mm-hmm. going to kick it out to DeAndre Hunter and Kevin Herter and these kind of guys. Will they be able to knock shots down consistently for Trey? Because I know Trey's great in pick and roll. Um, but yeah, that's basically it. I think that a lot of people are picking Gallinari for sixth man. I think there's a good chance that happens. But I also think there's a chance that Gallo plays so well and DeAndre Hunter doesn't play too well mm-hmm. that they put Gallo in the starting lineup as a second scorer that can create his own shot with Trey. Because Kevin Herter... He's a good player. I don't know if he's going to start. I don't know how well he can create his own shot just because I didn't watch too many Hawks games. Um, and Capella's not a create-your-own-shot guy. But I think that the main key for this team is John Collins. 6'8", stupid athletic, can shoot the ball. How yeah, I mean, much? They're, they're so deep. You yeah. Know? John like, Collins is really good. Yeah, like can he be – I don't really know his game like that, though, except for that he's 6'8", athletic, and can shoot. How can he create his own shot? I don't really know that yet. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna, And that's only because I don't watch. If you're a Hawks fan – Spam the comments, guys. Tell me what you think. I mean, the main reason I don't have them in the top eight is just because of like how young they are. That's, yeah. that's literally it. Yeah. And I think that they should have playoff expectation. Mm-hmm. No question. Definitely, yeah. After all those pickups. Yeah. Um. All right. My eight seed. This is where we're going to get to. So based on our picks, I noticed that we have, just off, I can already tell, the Wizards replacing the Magic in the eight. Mm-hmm. So I'm wondering who you have eighth. Wizards. 
Okay. I had the Wizards seventh. Okay. I had the Pacers eighth. I think I have the Pacers seventh. Let me double check. Yeah, I've got the Pacers seventh. Let's talk about the Pacers for a sec. Uh, not much roster turnaround at all. Once again, another Sabonis going to keep getting. He keeps getting better. I think he's after Blake and uh, and AD, the third best true power forward in the league. Um, and when I say power forward, about I know he plays def- defense like a power forward. Like he's on the you know usually down on the baseline, weak side help, uh, rotating around the rims, you can get blocks and stuff. But once again, I just offensively he does not play like a power forward at all. He brings the ball up, which is not what a traditional. I just think the power forward, as I said, is the NBA getting better. I think the power forward's kind of died. So I like guys like Sabonis kind of keeping that alive. Um, obviously, these fours play the five because of the small ball we play in the league. But yeah, Sabonis is good. Brogdon, uh, has he peaked or can he take another step, you think? I think he could get better. Yeah. Um, I like him a lot. Yeah, I like him a lot too. I think um, obviously the biggest thing for this team is yeah. how does Oladipo yep. come back? That's the biggest thing. Because yeah. TJ Warren, obviously, coming off the GSL. TJ Warren's got hella confidence. <laughs> yeah, he may have. We'll see how if that translates. Can he average 20 points a game? Like, I think he could. And this Pacers team could finish higher, definitely higher oh, than yeah. what you're saying. Yeah. No question. This is a little low for them, but it's just because part of it's because, like, I don't know. I just think that the East got better around them and they may have stayed a little stagnant. And I just don't know about Oladipo. Mm-hmm. I, I like could, Victor. But. Yeah, I do too. I mean, I could see them. I could see them uh, even like making some trades or something. Yeah. You never know. Yeah, but I think that this they're, is fair. they're another team that's a little stagnant. So let's talk about the Wizards. Bradley Beal and Russell Westbrook. Mm-hmm. That's an awesome duo. I think that. I mean, will this be better than Wall and Beal? Uh maybe. I mean, Russ is the type of guy where if you if you look at the trend, every time he plays with another superstar lately. It seems like those guys have career years. Yeah. And Beal is only getting better. He's really young. And he's obviously one of the best shooting guards in the league. I think he's in his prime now. Yeah. Right? This is his... He came in the league in 20... Was it... 2012, I think, if I'm not mistaken. Was he in a... I think it was either 2012 or 2013. I think it was 2012. So this is his ninth season now. Mm-hmm. So I think this is around his, his peak. About a peak. Yeah, yeah. Um, I just think the only thing about this team is they lack depth a bit. Mm-hmm. I think their third guy would be Rui Hachimura is another one of those young players. Can he take a second leap? Stay healthy, too. Um, I love Bertans, too. Yeah, he's the only bench player the they have that's very yeah. reliable. Ish Smith, Ish Smith, though, mm-hmm. is a solid backup point guard, very quick and shifty. I think he's going to be a fun team, man. One of the teams that we're following, by the way, so just mentioning those. Denny Avija. That's the, that's the X factor. If he can come out just being like really good already off the bat, then I feel like they're a lock for sure. Yeah, I think they're going to make the playoffs. I think yeah. they'll finish in the top eight, too. I can't see a team with Russ not making the playoffs, yeah. especially in the East. Yeah, now he's going to go back to playing point and stuff. It's just interesting to see Russ now. He's This is his third team in three years. This is a guy that spent 11 years with one team. I know. And... I love Russ, so like that's what I'm gonna watch, and I think I hope he finds a home here. I like that duo a lot. Me too. I want to watch them. Me too. Now, now it gives Beal an incentive to to stay, even though he already resigned. Yeah. It's like, you know, like playing with Russ. That's a, that's great. You know? Yeah. So let's move on to the top six. Who you got sixth? I have the Sixers sixth. Okay, I have the Raptors sixth. Okay. I have Philly fifth. I have the Raptors fifth. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so many of our picks are yeah. just like reversed next to each other. So <laughs> let's talk about the the Raptors. So they were the second seed last year. I, that's why I'm looking at the the Wizards and I'm like, man, their two best players are like 
maybe better than their two best players. Mm-hmm. Like if you want, you know what I mean. For, but and the, the coaching is the thing, and, and and the and the chemistry. Yeah, you know, they've yeah. been together for a couple of years. And they, the, the confidence. I don't, I don't of see, having a championship. Yeah, I don't see a two seed dropping four seeds like that. Mm-hmm. You know, I see them going to six, mm-hmm. which is what I thought they would finish last year. I think once again, I think Siakam's going to get better. Mm-hmm. I think he was pretty humble though by the playoff performance. He was yeah. terrible. He's probably improved a lot because of that. But know? here's my thing: is like, how much time do these guys have to improve? It's only been a couple months. I mean, yeah, that's, a that's good the thing point. about Giannis, Lonzo, and like. I think it's a pro for the Lakers in terms of like LeBron. It's like how can he? he I feel like he's gonna be the same in year eighteen that we saw in the fucking glorified summer league. I really hope so, man. Unless he's you know gets injured, which he's so good about taking care of his body. Like it's another year we're going into it. LeBron is LeBron still. I wanted to drop the Raptors pretty low. Yeah. Like I was thinking about me like too. seven or something. Yeah, but, me too. But I was like, ah, uh, I was like, they still got, got Nick Nurse. He's a great coach, and they always play solid defense. And mm-hmm. I looked at their records when uh, Mark was out. Mark was out for like a decent amount of time, and Ibaka was out for a decent amount of time. They both had winning records both when both were out, and those guys are obviously gone now. So I think I think they'll be able to just make it work you know yeah and i think that just having those three keeping fred van vliet was big i think lowry's peaked this is the best he is oh yeah um, he's great though i think that losing ibaka and gasol and just replacing with aaron baines who i like a lot is definitely a downgrade mm-hmm. for sure but i, I think agree. somebody we can a dark horse for most improved chris boucher oh yeah from oregon he's really good really athletic um and then my uh six man of the year pick actually is going to come from toronto to me norman Oh, UCLA okay. alumni. Okay. Norman yeah. Powell. When uh when they had injuries, he stepped up big. He's time. really good. He's really good. He can create his own shot, can score around the basket, mm-hmm. solid mid range game, and can shoot the three. Yeah. Um so yeah, I think that the Raptors are a solid team. Not much to set I just and once again they could finish higher, but I just hope they don't. I just think they're cool. Like they're solid. What do we think of the Sixers? Oh God. <laughs> I hope they lose every game. Let me just say that first. <laughs> oh and eighty two. I love Tobias though. But um, Ben Simmons is back. Yeah. And it's another year of, has Ben Simmons improved his jumper? Here's the thing, though. I think that now if you're watching older basketball, even though it's a different era, I think that if you master certain things, it can be, you know, you don't need the jumper as bad as people emphasize it. Because mm-hmm. like we saw Jimmy Butler, he scored 40 points. But here's the thing, though. Ben Simmons is not even a threat to shoot from outside the foul line, like from past 12, which you need a little bit of something, at least a mid-range or something, to be elite. But here's the thing. The reason why I think it really looks bad with Ben Simmons is because he's dribbling the ball from the top and people are sagging off and everything like that. Whereas, like, if he wants to score, he needs to, you know, kind of get in the post a little bit sometimes, maybe. But honestly, he's in the NBA getting paid $30 million. He should develop some kind of, like, mid-range. At the very least. Yeah, and, like... Joel Embiid is another year of like how serious and healthy is he going to be with his body? I had someone tell me that Joel Embiid wasn't injury prone recently. I was like, are you kidding me? I mean, he doesn't have any serious injuries besides he, the beginning. He, I mean, the last he, I don't think he's ever played more than like 62 games if yeah. I'm not mistaken. Yeah. I so mean, that's bad. And I think they did a good job though of surrounding the team with some shooters with DG mm-hmm. and uh I mean, DG though. Yeah, it's inconsistent. But I even I just saw a preseason clip of him like airballing. Yeah. Like, of course, they, you know those clips are gonna go viral because Lakers fans are gonna post the, the shit. Thing, out the him. thing about DG is like he just like can't even he can't even shoot like mid range that well. You know, like he's like just so oh, like he, so one dimensional. Yeah, exactly. And, and he's a, not a great defender anymore. That, like he's not better than Josh Richardson. Yeah, and um, losing Horford mm-hmm. is a good thing I think for them actually. It is like because I mean it helped them with their salary cap and stuff but like I thought about it and was like that's not really that good for them because Joel's always getting hurt and that was huge for them to have him when Joel's out who's their backup big Dwight Howard oh my god good See, pickup I'm forgetting man. everything and so, Seth Curry I mean that was a good pickup he killed us in the playoffs yeah 
So I think they got some, that's why I got them finishing one seat higher than last year, but I still don't trust their health. And I, well, you know who I really don't trust? That fucking fraud over there. Cock. Yeah. So never mind what I said about Horford though, because Dwight is uh, Dwight on a veteran's minimum. Yeah, that's a huge signing. Yeah, can't believe I forgot. And then Matisse Tybel, I really like. He's one of the best def- defenders in the league to me. Yeah, he's a really good perimeter defender. Especially. Yeah. All right, so let's go to our home court advantage teams of the East as we're almost rounding this out. Yes, sir. Um, I got the Celtics finishing fourth. Okay, I got the Nets. And I got the Nets finishing third. <laughs> oh my God, this trend just continues. So uh, let's talk about let's talk about. Do you have the Celtics finishing top two? I've got them third. Okay, so let's talk about the Celtics first. Um, the reason why I think that they're going to drop a seed is because Kemba's out in the beginning of the season, and that, once again, I think the East what, got what's better. What's the injury? I don't know, but it's still. I think it's his knee or something. Did it's he still get lingering. like a surgery or something? Nah, I don't. I'm not. I don't think so. But I, he may have actually. I'm not sure. I, I should have looked into that. Apologies, fans. Celtics fans, correct me right now in the comments. Um, that's the only thing. Tristan Thompson has a secondary big to, to, to Tice. I don't know if he's going to start. I think they're going to still go with Tice. I think they should because mm-hmm. he was great last season. This team is once again really just about – and I think the Celtics fans are talking too much about, oh, is, how much is Jeff T going to do for us? Oh, Peyton, who we love because, you know, he played with Will at Oregon. So we like Peyton. Uh, Pritchard. Yeah, I like Peyton a lot. Yeah. And they have Carson Edwards too. Yeah, I just don't know how much he's going to minutes because he's so small. That's true, yeah. Um, However, the Celtics, it's really just about Tatum, Jalen – have they taken the next step to be able to lead their team to the finals just yet? Because once again, it's like, how much of these guys improved? We just saw them a couple months ago. Yeah, I mean... And by the way, Jalen Brown will be an all-star this year. You can stamp it. You can at me. You can do whatever you want with it. He's going to be an all-star. Continue. Kemba, I think... I think. I mean, I, I agree with what you're saying. Like Those are like who they're building around. But the, to me, the biggest X factor is Kemba. Like, okay. cause he, there were so many games where he was like cold, you in the know, playoffs, yeah, he just couldn't, he was getting these good shots that he always takes and he does mm-hmm. the right things. We just wasn't hitting them. I think he was kind of injured. He, too. Was he wasn't playing consistently. So like, it's hard to get a rhythm when you're not playing that much, but yeah, I don't know. And I was saying this earlier, like, I feel like they, they would be better off with a pass first point. That's not so much of a defensive liability, but that being said, it's like who would they get? You yeah, know? I think I think they. Sh- I mean, Kemba's so good. I mm-hmm. just I think I just should- wouldn't be surprised if they traded him like in the middle of the season because he's getting injured all the time. You know, yeah, that's the thing. He he wasn't really that injury prone, but now it's starting to look like maybe as he's kind of like hit his peak, maybe he starts declining now. He's around thirty, and also I mean he's not used to playing this many games. If you think about it, he's, he was always missing the playoffs. He'd only made the playoffs like. Couple times his whole yeah. career until this time. Well, now he's gonna probably if he's if he plays every game that he can play, it'll be like sixty games or mm-hmm. something. But um, yeah, that's why I got the Celtics finishing fourth. So let's talk about the team that everyone is gonna be talking about this season. Yep, they are. I mean, this is gonna be a circus. Mm-hmm. The Nets. I got them finishing third, but obviously they could very well be the champion this yeah, year. Yeah, you never know. I mean, they could finish first. I mean, they could be bad if they're injured. You never know. What? So Kevin Durant's coming back. I mean. What can we say? About, like, give me, give it to me. Best score in the league when he's healthy. Um, can he? Can he get that best player spot? Or, like wait. MVP? Can he win MVP? No, like just. Oh, I mean maybe MVP, but like best player in the league. Uh maybe, but I, I think, um, I feel like, I wonder how many minutes he'll play. I'm sure he's like back to full health, but I feel like they definitely want to be like careful with. Yes, him. that's part of the reason why I had them third. Yeah. Uh, I think Kevin. Has a chance, but once again, for my my own to answer my own question about is he gonna be the best player in the league? You know me, I wait to the playoffs to make those determinations. No matter even if he averages thirty in the regular season, I'm not gonna say he's, LeBron has that crown back for now. Um, I like that. Yeah, yeah. I so agree. my biggest concern is 
one, let's see how Kevin is compared to his old self. Uh, it, the, from the preseason looks, he looks really good, man. Mm-hmm. Like if he if he becomes like the other Dominique Wilkins that like Achilles tear didn't change me at all. I feel like he looks a step slower a little bit, which is normal. But like if he doesn't, if he still averages like twenty eight points a game, that's basically the same old Kevin Durant. Which would be like one a credit to those modern surgeries you were talking about, and two just a credit to Kevin Durant. I mean, the thing about KD is like KD is just such a dynamic scorer. He can score in like pretty much every way possible you could think of. So he doesn't need to go to the rack at all. Like he could just shoot. You he's know? not relying on athleticism. Even though he's athletic, he's not reliant on it. Yeah, I mean, he's just like basically a seven footer, and like uh, Kyrie will help him, you know, get back to where he is because he's going to be on the ball more. And that's this is my biggest concern with the team. I think the Nets have a potential to go two ways. I think they can be amazing and be really scary, go deep in the playoffs, potentially even win it all, which is going to be very... When it comes to winning it all, it's going to be very contingent on... We don't... Here's the thing about KD. He may be a two-time champion, two-time finals MVP. How much do you, does that really even sit with you? That Does he even feel like he really did what Kawhi did in Toronto, per se? No, not at all. Because, I mean, you know how I feel. I, those are cubic zirconia rings. <laughs> <laughs> those are uh, some bullshit rings, so... Yeah. <laughs> I mean, so let's see if Kevin can lead. I mean, he blew a 3-1 lead last time we saw him in a real leadership role. Uh-huh. And But my concern is not really with Kevin. It's more with the other guy. Because <laughs> the other guy, I saw him in Boston in 2019. And he kind of took matters into his own hands and just kind of wanted to be that guy. And last year, he did the same thing in the games he played where it's all high pick and roll with Kyrie and no one else touches the ball. And once again, we talk about putting people in boxes with LeBron sometimes. And Kyrie was doing that even like tenfold because LeBron's such a way better passer than Kyrie, even though Kyrie is a decent passer. Problem is, when you just, when he doesn't do, when he wants to just, you can get a good shot doing Kyrie pick and roll all the time. But once again, you've got to get these guys going and they have multiple guys that are score first, pick and roll first, Guys, Spencer, mm-hmm. Dinwiddie, and Karis LeVert. Spencer, so I, Spencer's my pick for sixth man of the year. And that's what could be a concern with Spencer is that they have Karis who does similar things, really good with the ball, pick and roll, really skilled. And there's a lot of guys that need the ball. I think KD is someone that's not as dependent. Like he's, he can play without the ball. Mm-hmm. But Kyrie, a lot of his stuff comes from him having the ball. And then those two guys. So I feel like there could be chemistry issues with Kyrie thinking like, yo, you guys got to chill. You're our fucking... Bench players. Mm-hmm. When I mean Spencer, I've heard could start. I mean they also have Shamit, Joe Harris. Like these these guys are so deep, dude. Yeah, I mean my pick is like I said is, is Spencer. So I I hope he comes off the bench, but we'll see. I mean this team is very experimental right now. Like I feel like they could make some trades in the deadline. Yeah, and I also feel like um, next season they'll be a lot better, and maybe this is just kind of like a fill out year because they've got. Um, whole new coaching staff. They have a first-time head coach in Steve Nash. And I think he'll be great. I mean, he's got a that's amazing another, amazing basketball IQ. That's another thing is like when we heard about Kyrie talking about, mm-hmm. you know, I, I don't – one time – Kevin can be the coach. One time I can be the coach. That was such a disrespectful comment. Thank to, God he took it back. Yeah, I know. I was about I mean, to say Jesus. that. But yeah, it's, it's, it's really all about Kyrie for me. If he lets them – if he's more sacrificing with his touches, I think if this team wants to succeed, Kyrie needs to be like, you know what? I'm not the best player on a championship team. I can be that second guy like I was to Braun. I'm KD, but he, I don't think he does. He wants to be that 1A, 1B, and I think that that you couldn't bite him can't in the ass. He can't be that. He can't be 1A to KD, though. He, he can't. He, he's, he probably thinks so he can. big, though. Yeah, he probably thinks he can, but he can't. And I think that, once again, you got to keep Spencer and Karras interested. When they, If their touches go down a shit ton and they're averaging 12 points, they're not going to like that. Mm-hmm. I, mean, they, I like the roster, though. They have um, Jared Allen. Jared Allen's really good. Shamit. Shamit. Yeah, I forgot about that. Joe Harris. These are good guys to have with these, with these ball-dominant guys. 
DJ. <laughs> Clever legend. Anyway, so let's end it with the last two. I've got the Heat second and the Bucks first, and I'm guessing you have the same? Exact same, yep. So let's talk about the... Not much. I thought you had the Celtics second. You have the Celtics, I said the Celtics fourth. Oh, you have them Okay, yeah, sorry. So the Heat is are just like an awesome team that, once again, Jimmy Butler's in his peak. It's just about Bam, Tyler... Goran Dragic is kind of peak too. It's all about just Bam, Tyler, Duncan Robinson, how much better they get, how much confidence they have. I think Jimmy Butler is getting so disrespected in terms of all these top 10 lists are coming out, and he's not in any of them. I would have him. He's one of the first names outside of Steph, KD, LeBron, uh, Kawhi, and Anthony Davis. I'd have him right there with Harden, Giannis, Luka, all these guys because, you know, what people don't understand is it's not just about the offensive skill or whatnot. What about the leadership? What about inspiring group of people? What about knowing when to take over games, which we've seen so many times? And when we saw him get more ball dominant, like he needed to, uh, in the finals, he killed it. And not caring about when, how much you're scoring, like, yeah. like you're saying, like, and I just think I agree with you. Like he's totally disrespected by Gen Z, especially like this is a guy that is kind of like an old school player, like always been a good defender, always been very solid overall, always works his ass off. And he's a great mid-range shooter, mm-hmm. and he just has a lot of qualities that I miss in a lot of players. Yeah, so, I, agree. I love Jimmy Butler. Me too. He's a- great attitude, great leader, great everything. So finally, the number one seed for the third consecutive year we have is the Bucks. They're a team that goes really hard in the regular season. Giannis goes really hard. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, picking up Drew Holiday. What do you think of that move? Great move. Great move. I loved it. But I remember at first I was thinking like, oh, they won the trade. I think they did give up a lot, but they they got Giannis to commit, so it paid off. Huge. Huge pickup. Gotta I love it. Love Drew. And they got, did they get uh, DJ Augustine? Yeah, they got Brent DJ Forbes right? off the bench. Mm-hmm. So they have a solid team. I think that well, it, it's going to be an interesting season for DiVincenzo because I think he's going to start in place of Wes Matthews. But once again, this season for me, it's like Drew Holiday, that's a good pickup. All these are good pickups. It's really all about how much better has Giannis got in these couple months. It's been not much time. Has he developed any sort of mid range or any sort of. Not just running at people and euro stepping, you know. Yeah, Giannis is another guy that I think uh, a lot of people let his thing, you know, his his problems kind of go under Excuses. the rug, and I don't like that. It's like you just won back to back MVPs and you won Defensive Player of the Year, which I did not agree with personally. Yeah, neither did I. But yeah, so it's just like you're one of the best players in the league according to everyone. So show us and adding, when it matters. Show us. Adding Drew, who's one of the best defenders in the league, too, is huge. Uh-huh. Uh, and losing Bledsoe is good too, because he yeah. made some poor decisions in yeah. the playoffs. And you and got Chris Middleton. He's too. on the New Orleans Pelicans. We've got to talk about that too. Mm-hmm. Bledsoe with Zoe. Yeah. But um, okay, so those are our standings. I really like them. I think that they have a good chance of being very accurate. So let's finish off quick fire predictions for awards. Who's your MVP this year? Luka Doncic. Same with me. Okay. Uh, I think Luka's going to get it. Uh, six man, I'm going to go with Norman. You went with Spencer. Yeah, I got Spencer. Most improved. Just get a little random, but I'm going to go with Lonzo. I think, let's say he gets that mid-range this season and he's going to... If he gets that plans, because we saw most improved not make the playoffs this year with Ingram, so it's possible with Zoe. What about you? Uh, I'm leaning towards MPJ. I was going to say Bol Bol, but just because Mason Plumlee was out. I mean, not was out, but was traded. But, I mean, the fact that they traded Jeremy Grant, too, MPJ is going to play a lot more, and I think he'll be a lot better. Yeah, it's so hard to predict most improved because a lot of these, like with Siakam, Oladipo, Paul George, like Jimmy Butler, they just took huge steps where they were like role players, and then they were like, what the hell? These guys are going ISO now. So, uh, and then defensive player of the year? AD. Yep, making up for that. Should have won it last year, yep, man. I agree with that. And then the final one, coach of the year? Oh, God, I forgot I forgot to pick coach well, of the year. I'm going to go. I'm just going to go with my pick. My pick is Monty Williams and the Suns. 
I'm going to be biased and say Frank Vogel. All right. <laughs> well, those are our picks. Everything. Um, once again, make sure to subscribe on uh, Apple Podcasts. Wait, who is, your rookie, who is your rookie of the year? Oh, shit. Uh, I'm going to go with, you know what? I'm going to go with Melo. Mellow? Okay, yeah, that's who I had to. Okay. okay, so make sure to subscribe. Make sure to follow us on social media to know if we're going live on that first episode uh, for the first um, break for the first twenty-four minute recap on Tuesday for opening night. And of course, the is the has the NBA gotten better and better? Part three, of the finale will be coming out soon. Before we leave, uh, do you want anyone to know where to find you on Twitter? You've been tweeting more recently. Oh uh, yeah, you can follow me uh, at SwaggyMV. Go Lakers. <laughs> Go Clips. Peace out. <laughs> Thanks, guys. It's a little Thank dark. you, guys.